I don't post anything on the dance floor, bro. There's a fake titty on the dance floor. I'm not <laughs> and like, not even just one prom, bro. It's like two weeks later. It, not prom, it was homecoming this year. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what's going on at these schools? What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Passionate DJ Podcast. I'm your host, David Michael. This is... Tony. Tony DeSero. And uh, he was kind enough to let me come over and record today because uh, Passionate DJ Studios is once again having some work done. And I had house guests at my place, and I'm also having a bathroom put in at my place, so they have a wet saw going. It's just a disaster over there. So uh, you were kind enough to let me come over to, uh, what is this, DeSero Studios? Uh, Casa de Tony. Uh. Was. <laughs> yeah, so you've got your uh, record collection here. There's a lot of like like huge tunes and platypus and that kind of stuff in here. What else you got? Miami bass? Uh, Miami bass. I have some scratch records. I have, man, tons of like classics. I have uh, techno. Uh, Don't you have like a lot of old electro type stuff? Electro, yeah, a lot of like. Um, like the, the old electro. Like freestyle and planet rock and and all that stuff, yeah. More of like the the super classics, yeah. yeah. And then I have a whole other shelf in the other room with records as well. Yeah, you can't see the whole collection, but uh, you've got another shelf probably with about this many records on it in there too. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. Cool. So uh, today we're talking about scams. Um, not the most fun topic necessarily, but uh, you know, last week we had. DJ Brains on, and we were talking about mobile DJ life, and one of the things that he brought up was uh, this kind of Craigslist scam that he was almost, they almost fell victim to. Uh, luckily, he didn't, and yet, you know, kind of has a better idea what to look out for now and stuff. But one of our other passionate DJ ambassadors, DJ Serato, who's also a, and yes, that is his real name, <laughs> DJ Serato with two R's. Um, or Noel. Uh, Noel. Noel. And uh, he, he chimed in and said something about, oh, I've, you know, I've seen this a million times because he, he does a whole lot of gigs in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, mobile gigs. So he's seen the Craigslist side of things. He's, you know, he's put up Google pages. He's had his phone number out there in public. And so he's been privy to a lot of these <laughs> kind of scams and personal, you know, uh, had personal experiences with these sort of things happening. And uh, so he has a uh, great idea of what to look out for when it comes to this sort of stuff. So, so these are customers that are paying the DJ to play. Yeah, so these are scams that they're actually, the DJ is the one getting scammed. Oh, wow. So like for, a, yeah, so for like a mobile gig, so, if, you know, they say, you know, we need a wedding DJ or something like that. And then somebody takes them up on the offer. And then that's kind of the intro to getting them started on whatever scam they're trying to run. Okay. So, you know, this is something that we kind of run into um, probably more as mobile DJs than um, kind of running the, the club circuit like, like you and I do. But there's you probably... scammed by a club? Well, what I'm saying, <laughs> this particular type of scam. So that's, that's kind of what I want to get into a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, what, what do we want to look out for in the club? Because we're in the conversation, I, I guess I should say, uh, Mo Dingo was kind enough to fill in and jump on a call with Noel and talk about this because I was tied up at the time. And uh, what we were going to do is kind of save it for bonus content for our patrons and stuff. Everybody's kind of familiar who, uh, with who DJ Serato is because he's uh, almost semi-famous for his bad DJ gig stories and <laughs> all that. He's, he's seen it all, right? So, um, But uh, once I got the conversation back and I kind of watched it and listened to what uh, DJ Serato had to say, 
I was like, I think we should share this with the whole audience, Absolutely. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so we are going to approach that kind of from the mobile DJ perspective. But what kind of, um, I guess, shadiness or scaminess have you seen in particular in the club or in the larger industry? Because you can approach this from a different angle being involved in uh, sort of the behind the scenes stuff of the bigger shows. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't go as far to say scams, but definitely untrustworthy moments okay. you know um you know simple club owners in the past you know hey this night didn't make that much money sorry i'm not able to take care of you you know things like that they're not a scam but if you don't um if you don't go into the night making sure that there's a good deal struck you know and you are nice they do take advantage of that you know the kindness for weakness um and there's sometimes you know this was in the beginning stages of my dj career though you know in the clubs and um just not getting paid the amount that was agreed upon yeah. you know um things like that as far as um bookings and things like that um not really a scam but i have worked with djs in the past where hey let's do a trade booking you know which is uh, I book them to come here and play in Dayton at a club, and in return, they book me to come play one of their nights in a different state or whatever, you know, and um, I did that, you know, I did that twice, and, um, you know, they weren't really scams because I, I built a rapport and a reputation, or, or uh, I built a relationship with, with these guys, and, um, you know, just over the internet, things like that, but um, in return, I never got booked. You know, I paid for their flight to come here. I paid them to play, and um, they played some pretty good shows, one of them actually being the the Crystal Method show that we had at Hammerjacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I flew somebody in from San Diego, and, yeah, and they never flew me out to play, you know. So, um, no big deal, you know, but if you want to call that a scam, sure, I'll call it a scam. Yeah, or even if it's not, it's 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 kind of shitty, right, because it's like, they're like, okay, good, I got what I was going for, and then they just kind of move on, you know what I mean? And they don't, since there's there's no contract or anything involved in that transaction, they can just do that and get away unpunished or unscathed. In a sense, I am paying them money, you know, because I'm buying their flight, right. I'm paying them to play, and I'm paying for their hotel room. So essentially, yeah, I'm giving them money and not getting what they promised me in return, so... Yeah, yeah, and and from my end, you know, it's it's just been simple things like not getting paid. It's I, I don't know if you, I, that is a very basic form of a scam, but it's right. it's more they just you know didn't pay me, and I you know you have to then decide do you push it or do you just not work with that promoter again, and you come to that choice. Um, I don't think I've I've been stolen from and and such, but I don't think I've I don't feel like I've ever had a scam run on me like we're going to talk about in the context here with uh, the conversation with DJ Serato, uh, and I think that the reason, like I said, that he sees a lot of that is just running the mobile circuit. You kind of have to put your name out there. You're advertising yourself as a business, as a service, and uh, it's almost like putting a big flashing arrow like here's a little bit of information. Now see what else you can milk out of me. And so we have to be really smart about how we approach that stuff. It's, I'm, I'm interested to hear, you know, um, these people's tactics, 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. It's some stuff is pretty you can almost appreciate it from being clever. You know what I mean? But some of it's just numbers game, right? See, if you ask enough people, somebody's going to give you information, right. you know, but they're in search of account numbers and credit card info, yep. et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I mean, I don't see, I'm, I'm interested, but I do kind of see, I, um, I follow this kid on Twitch that scams people for the, um, you know, you have malware on your computer, call this 1-800 number and he calls him, he switches his voice and tries to see how long he can keep them on the phone for. And he keeps these people on the phone for like two, three hours at a time, you know, sounding like an old lady. And he's got a, a computer next to him that he gives them access to. And he's already got programs pre-typed or, or pre-done and everything. So when they go to get into his system, all these pop-ups start coming up and they don't understand why and how to close them out. And, and you know, I was him messing with them the whole time. And it's amazing. I love the, the scam, the scammer thing. You have to show me one of those once we're done with recording here. <laughs> Uh, okay, so before we get on to that conversation, I do have an important announcement to make. Uh, we recently held our very first giveaway, yeah. and we have a winner of that giveaway, and that is Brent Roberts of Cincinnati, a fellow Ohioan, as hey, it turns hey, out. H. Not not a fellow Daytonian, but a fellow Ohioan, so that was kind of cool. Uh, so we had hundreds of entries, and uh, Brent was a lucky winner. He's already been contacted, and so we are getting that to you. Uh, it, this is the cool thing. I sent him a message. I said, "Hey, get me your information. I'll send. I'll make sure this is to you to you before Christmas." And he said, "As it turns out, it's my birthday too. So this is like the best birthday present ever." Uh -huh. So that made me feel so cool that yeah. this that went to somebody who get who gets to use that in a sort of a Merry Christmas, Brent. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, congratulations. Um, I'm sending that as soon as we are done recording here. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is, of course, our Patreon page. Uh, the reason we bring this up every episode is because it's a way for you as a listener, as a super fan of Passionate DJ, to be able to support what we're doing here and creating this content for you guys in a way that um, incentivizes us to create the content that you want, not the content that our advertisers want. So the more that we have your support, the less we have to rely on third parties and other advertisers um, because we're picky about that stuff. We only align ourselves with advertisers and companies that we believe in their products. And um, when you draw a hard line on that, it limits your opportunities for advertising. That's just the way that you know industries work. And so if we have Patreon supporters, then we just get to make awesome stuff that you already like. And it's super cool, and it makes you know all of us be able to work on that stuff together. So, if you would like to become a patron of Passionate DJ, what happens is you go to Patreon.com/PassionateDJ, and then you get access to our monthly bonus show, which is called After Party, and that's where we put all our bonus content, uh, side conversations, uh, deleted scenes, all that kind of stuff goes in there, and we have a lot of fun with it. The cool thing also about Patreon is that you can set up different tiers so that uh, we can create more and more content for different levels of support. So if we get more patrons, then we get to create more cool stuff for those patrons. Uh, so I would love to have more bonus shows or more segments or whatever we can for those guys, but we need more supporters. So once again, patreon.com slash passionate DJ, sign up. And we also have merch, passionatedj.com slash merch, another great way to support us. And uh, I think that pretty much covers all the important stuff. Uh, let's get on to this conversation. What is up, Passion DJ Nation? This is Mo Dingo coming to you from my home office. Now that I'm retired from the military, I have the luxury of working from home. 
And with me on a Zoom call is one of our ambassadors, DJ Serato, coming out of Arizona. What up, brother? What's up, man? How are you doing? I'm chilling. Uh, following you on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Snapchat when I'm feeling a little froggy, and it seems like you're doing much work out there, brother. Yeah, man, I've been busy. Things are good out here, blessed and lucky. But um, yeah, thanks for following me on that. I didn't realize you followed me that much, bro. Oh, yeah, dude. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, I mean, got to show some 623 love, man. That's what's up. So, uh, real quick, like, give us an elevator spiel about your DJ story. Like, how'd you wind up uh, getting behind the decks? Oh, uh, well, it started really young, bro. Honestly, uh, my mom was a caterer and she just kind of, um, said like, Hey, I got uh, this DJ I can add on with you mm-hmm. uh, or add on to this package. And I was like 12 years old, bro. And I was like doing these weddings and stuff with this very, very minimal DJ setup. H- hustling did, hard and early, huh? <laughs> hustling hard early, man. Just And hustling on mom in the kitchen too, bro. There's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to cater and then I gotta go DJ and then go tear down my stuff and hers, you know? Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, that's how it all started. I stopped that for a long time and I got back into it about uh, about three and a half years ago, man. Now I'm like, you know, professional with it and I'm just trying to, to crush it, you know, as professional as I can and give the best service possible. Yeah. And it's evident, like I said, with all that social media that I follow you on. So thanks uh, for tonight, what we wanted to talk to you about is we had an interview with DJ Brains and he mentioned something about, uh, oh, he had the most lucrative gig he was about to score and then he found out it was a scam. And then you uh, piped in in the comment section. was like, oh, yeah, man, there's all kinds of scams running about there. So we were wondering if you could take some time and talk to our listeners and viewers out there about some things uh, that you've experienced in terms of, uh, you know, hustling the hustler. Yeah. Um, they're out there. Everyone's trying to make a dollar, dude, in any way possible. Um, I guess their values just go out the window when they come up with these uh, scam ideas. And yeah. I've been getting a lot of them. I really thought like this was just a common thing that all uh-huh. DJs are coming across. So but I'll tell you in your experience, ahead. like what is it that what are, what are some of the common things or what's the most recent one or what's the most common hustle you see out there for our listeners and followers to be aware of? Uh, if well, it's going to come to you, to you via text. Um, okay. Always it's not going to be a phone call. It's not going to be an email. I've had it. Well, it may come through an email, but that's like very rare. Okay. Uh, so let's let me let me start by telling you when I think it really started happening to me is when I put on a Google uh, business page, and when I put up my website. And on my website, I had a like a banner on the top that had like my phone number. Okay. You know, um, so I noticed like maybe six months after that, that's when I started getting like a lot of these hits, and they must have like a list that they sell to other hustlers, bro, of phone mm-hmm. numbers. Because then it was just a snowball effect after that. Okay. The first thing they'll, they'll do is, um, so just keep that in mind when, if you're putting your number out there online, bro, uh, everybody. Yeah. Uh, but you'll get a text and it'll say um, something along the lines like this, very vague. It'll say, hi, my name is so-and-so. And they'll try to give you a full name, Michael Smith. <laughs> and then just had to use Michael's name, but that's funny. Um, and they'll say, <laughs> they'll say like, are you, I really want you to DJ like my daughter's sweet 16 or my wedding. Uh, do you take credit card? Like, and that's it. Like they don't even ask if you're available. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. What? They just want to know, do you take credit cards? So that's the number one thing. When you see that, let that raise a red flag. Okay, but so that's the don't first let that one. stop you. 
Okay. Yeah, that, don't let it stop you though, because they just might seriously be like kind of naive and not knowing that they need to check on availability for you. Um, but that should raise the flag. That's always the first thing they do. And then they'll, um, they like to be, they're in a hurry to like try to get this payment done. So you'll, you'll say like, oh, what's the date? And they'll tell you the date. They'll even, if you ask for an address, they'll give you an address. And they all have already done the research, like based on your um, area code of your phone number. Okay. Um, they'll already do their research of like venues that are in your area based okay. on your area code is what I've noticed because they'll always pick some kind of venue that's legit. Okay. And uh, then, but it's when it starts coming to light when they start asking like, um, well, how much do you charge? And you give them a price and like say uh, it's a five hour wedding, right? Um, typically five hours, you know, the minimum would be like 800 bucks. Depending on what you all add in, it could go up to like, you know, $1,800. Yeah. Um, but they'll give you like a high, like if you saw, if I quoted them like 1500 bucks, and they'll be like, oh, well, um, are you okay with taking 3000 You know? <laughs> and you're like, you're like uh, who the hell ain't? Yeah, right? So, but let that raise another flag, you know? Okay. Because um, I've got sucked down that hole too, you know? And to the point where um, one of them, I even got, it's like, yeah, sure, let's do this. And they're like, okay, um, what's your, you know, what's your bank number so I could pay with the credit card? And they're like, whoa, so there's another flag. Yeah. You know? And they're like, and I'm like, my bank number. They're like, oh, well, I need your full name, the name of your bank and your bank account number so that I can deposit the money, uh, you know, pay it to and you. And your mother's maiden name. <laughs> Basically. And you're like, what? But that's when I really caught on to like, this is a scam, bro. Okay. Like now you, they're going to have, some very personal information that you just wouldn't give out to anybody. Yeah. But they come up with these um, stories, bro. So I said no to that one. The next time they try to juke me like that, I kind of just went with it, you know, just to see how far it goes. Yeah. I didn't give my bank account information, but I kind of was like, using them on the, the troll, air, right? Like, yeah, exactly, bro. That, yeah. <laughs> and so um, they were like, oh, well, um, I was wondering if we can increase the amount. See, what happened was, um, I. I can't pay the wedding planner directly because something's wrong with his um, account and his family situation mm -hmm. and the, and um, the tables and linen. So we're wondering if we can pay you the money for you DJing plus their money and then send it to your account. So you, and we'll give you 20% for doing us this favor. And then that way you can pay them. So it's like this big weird story Yeah, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> But you're but like, kind of I'm gonna, yeah, you're like, first I'm gonna get three thousand, and now I'm gonna get twenty percent of whatever this extra amount is, and you know they really try to troll you in, man. You got to be real careful with that. So, um, those are a couple of the tips. And um, one of the, you sent me some uh, screenshots, and one of the things I noticed was like the grammar, and a yeah, lot of that stuff was just way off. It is. It is. Um, I really think these people are um, out of the country, honestly. Okay. Uh, uh, just, just because of the way their wording is, um, their English. Now I understand because I'm Hispanic and half my family like only speak Spanish, mm -hmm. you know, so I understand there's some, you know, grammatical or you know, English errors, but when they're trying to like talk to you, you know, with this weird story, but their words are kind of weirdly worded. Yeah. Um, and they're like in this hurry, but they don't want to talk on the phone. Oh, so that's they, another thing. No, no phone like, calls at all, huh? Yeah, so that's another thing. Like, so test them, man. Like, oh, let me give you a call. 
oh, I'm really busy right now. And it did they I, give you I any had, indication where they were calling from, or was it just very oh, cryptic the entire time? It was just cryptic the entire time. Like, oh, I really can't talk right now. Um, I'm at work, and then I gotta drop off my kids. You know, I gotta pick them up as a babysitter, and then we're going for dinner or something. You know, it's just like this weird stories that they give you in reading, okay. but they will not talk to you on the phone. They might, but um, it's still if you you gotta you gotta like use your own common sense, you know, and if that's even common anymore. Yeah. Um, well, but like Brains was saying, you know, it's like, oh man, this is a huge gig. You know, this venue is right down the street from my house, you know, and uh, it was when I think he said his wife was looking, whatever payment processing system they use, it tells you all the credit cards that uh, they tried to use. And he, there was like just a stack of, of numbers. And that's was the first thing that really threw them off. So, yeah, yeah, this, that doesn't, I'm not surprised by that at all. And I guess one of the ways that I, that I try to avoid those things is, um, you know, moving, moving forward with it is like, okay, how do I stop getting this? Or how do I, how do I get myself out of this circle of yeah. people that are calling me, you know? And like I said, I think they sell phone number lists to each other because it's, it's very rare when it's the same person doing it to me over and over. Okay. Um, so let me say by on average, I get about, two to three scam attempts per week. Oh, wow. That's a lot. It's a lot. And to the point now where I found like, now I just um, put them on my block caller. So like on your, you know, just go to your phone history, click on that number and go to your options. And you can say block caller. Okay. You know, that way, you know, like, okay, that's gonna, that's gonna help with that. Um, But also another thing right up, right off the bat, man, if someone's asking me, do you take credit card and they're not even asking me for the date anymore? Mm-hmm. I don't even mess with that anymore. Okay. You know, I'm just like, no, I don't take credit card. Oh, can I write you a check? Sorry, I'm not available. And I just tell them I'm not available when we haven't even discussed the date. <laughs> okay. You know, because they, they're not even asking for the date. They just want to know, Hey, I want you to DJ. Do you take credit card? Okay. So, so number one, you said like these cryptic text messages with some broken English. Yeah. Two, uh, they want to pay with credit cards, but they haven't even discussed like dates or prices or anything like that. No. And then uh, how persistent are they once you kind of just push your arm out and say, no, I'm, I'm good. No, they're not persistent after that because they're okay. too, they know they just got to use their attention on the next. Goal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man, these guys, uh, and, and it's funny, like, like I've seen them call with different numbers, man. So that number thing isn't going to always work. Okay. Like I had this guy, he's like, oh, my name's a, Steven so-and-so and I didn't delete his text I was just after going through this whole story with him I told him I wasn't available I didn't want to do it and then like four months later I get you like hi I'm Steven so-and-so but it's a different phone number yeah you know that he's calling from and um, when I looked at my text history I saw it was the same dude trying the same thing but just rewording rewording his request okay. so it's not like you know, they actually change their request, you know, every once in a while, so it doesn't always the same. That's crazy, man. Like, so you think you uh, noticed it as a result of doing that Google page? Yeah, man. And I, I wanted to mention that to everybody. Like, oh, and, and it's funny you said that because Brains, uh, he just recently started a Google page too. It, it's definitely from that, man. And I don't even use that page anymore. So it's not up on the website anymore. I've uh-huh. rebranded. I've rebranded. Okay. So I don't use Pro Serato DJs anymore. 
it's bestfeedingcj.com. But uh, something else he said is that he uh, used to have Craigslist ads. Yeah, I heard him mention that. Yeah, and he said that might he thought that might have contributed to it as well. Um, I never put on Craigslist. Yeah, I did once, way when I first started three and a half years ago again. Yeah, but um, but yeah, once you put it online, dude, forget about it. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. You know what I was gonna mention? I should have mentioned it. I I was thinking it in my head, but it escaped me. I wasn't even really writing down notes, man. But here's a good tip, bro. Um, use a legit third-party um payment processing, so that so like, you talking like the big three, probably like Stripe. So okay. for example, I don't know any others really, but there are. I'm talking like you know PayPal, Venmo. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because they stay away from those, they don't yeah. fuck with those. But if you like have them, like you know, how you can create an invoice on PayPal, yeah, and it utilizes I don't know, I think it utilizes Stripe or whatever to process their payments, they won't do that, hmm. they'll they don't like that because that shit's legit, you know, yeah. So, like when I tell them, oh, yeah, you'll have to make it through my third, through a third party uh, vendor that I use through Stripe, well, let me send you the link. Uh-huh. I won't hear back they from stop. them okay. or they just stop because they, they don't, they'll be like, oh, no, no, no. Can I have your name and your account number and your, and your bank name? They'll ask. Okay. <laughs> but, so, so do you know anybody that's ever gotten took? No, I've known someone that's gotten, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, my friend. Now, he's an uh, older delete, gentleman. Delete the names. Delete the names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My boy has a band locally. Okay. And he has like, it's like an eight member band. Okay. You know, he's a little older than me. He's been around, man, for a while. Of course, he's older than me. But he was telling me about this scam where they told, they, um, they asked him to, oh, they wanted to make a payment to his bank account. But he was so excited that he could finally pay, pay his band members a decent, you know, cut. Yeah. <laughs> that he went along with it, dude. And they wanted to pay him like $3,000. I think it was three or $4,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he went in and he gave them their information and then he noticed that his bank had stopped. Um, they noticed some, some weird activity. Yeah. So they stopped, like froze his account. Okay. And when he went to have lunch with me, um, his card wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it was his idea to go to lunch, man. I got stuck with the bill and stuff. But, <laughs> you know, like, bro. And he came up with this story. Yeah, man, I yeah, got man, took. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, bro, I got scammed, man. <laughs> Take me to this nice restaurant and you got no money. But that's what happened. They froze it. And when he looked into it, it was a result of the scammers. Okay. Be really careful. Yeah. So what, what other, uh, in terms of like protecting yourself, like what are some other things? Obviously just sort of do your research, like call the people. One thing brain said is he called the venue and the venue was like, we don't even have a gig schedule for that day. Um, yeah. And that's the thing. They might. Yeah. Because these people are doing their research. Okay, so they're getting see smarter. what venues are playing. Yeah, and, and then they're not asking the venue if they're booked on that day. But the odds are a venue is going to be booked on that day. Yeah. You know, if they pick, like, a popular venue, and you call, like, hey, is there a be- something booked this day? They'll be like, well, yeah, we're booked every Saturday, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that's not enough. It's the way to protect yourself is to have them go through a third-party uh, credit card processing, like Stripe or PayPal. Okay. Or Venmo. Never give them your account information, your name, yeah. or your bank, or your address. These fools wanted my address too. So, oh, so, so we can mail you a check. So are they 
so with these guys that are using their credit cards, are they like expecting these individuals they're calling like to actually take a credit card payment as an individual versus using one of these processing uh, pages? Yeah, okay. they are. They're at, they're not, ex they want you to say yes. And then what happens is the next thing is, well, um, I need your, it's either going to be, um, yeah, I need your phone, your name, your full name. Yeah. I need you, the name of the bank and your account number. Um, one of them did real slick, bro. They were like, hey, let me send you a check. I need your address. Boom, my dumb ass sent them the address. And then- um, What happened like, with and, that? And, and the name, yeah, I was, I'm like, who do we make it payable to? Well, I don't have a tax ID formally through the state just yet. So I gave them my full name. Okay. Um, and then, uh, so now they have my name and my address. And then they're like, oh, you know what? Um, we're out of checks right now. Can we, we'd like to make payment credit card. I'm like, okay. Um, and they're like, okay, so what's your name, the name of your bank and then your account number. And so now like yeah. if I would have gave them all of that, yeah, man, I'd have been totally screwed. Yeah. You know, cause then they do whatever they want with that. I believe. I don't know how or what they, well, they weren't too many it. steps away from potentially like even stealing your damn identity too. So. Oh dude, that's it might've been a two for, Yeah. They will find all these different ways, man, to get that information out of you. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, gotta be careful, man. You gotta be careful. Best thing to do is like I said, if, if, if right away they're asking without, you know, the date, they just want to pay you. Mm -hmm. And then do you take a credit card? Yeah. That's, that's a no. I don't even mess with them anymore. I'm just like, I'm sorry. I don't take credit cards. And yeah. I, I might be losing out on a potential gig, but it's way worse. Yeah, man. Peace of mind. Not yeah. dealing with that. Yeah. It's funny. Not reflecting on it to see, to think if I've ever faced any issues like that. I did have one. It wound up being legit and actually wound up being like a really good wedding. So like my homeboy chill, he uh, gave this couple my number like chill he, he'll, he'll throw me gigs but he won't tell me and so i got this phone call from colorado and i'm like hey how are you and he's like oh are you dj mo i'm like yeah yeah what's up oh well i got your phone number and i want to book you for my daughter's wedding in you know april i was like okay well you know, can, you know i'd love to meet her i'd like to talk to all my clients face to face he's like oh well she lives in texas i'm like wait hold up hold up <laughs> so what it was what it was is uh the mom moved to Colorado. The, the girl, she grew up here in Ohio, but she was going to college in Texas and her and her husband wanted to get married back here in Ohio. So yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was like, at first I was like, man, I'm gonna go to this barn. I'm gonna get fucking gaffled. Like I brought my gun and shit. I was like, man, I'm, <laughs> Oh my god! he was out in the middle of nowhere, man. And I was like, man, if I'm gonna go down, I ain't going down like no punk. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, dude, I think, uh, did I ever tell you guys, I almost, I think the, the gun brings up some stories, bro. <laughs> I think it's sometimes, I take it sometimes. When I you're going to any of the, when you're going to a gig, with, if it's on a street, that's the name of a president. <laughs> in Phoenix. So for those of you watching this in Phoenix, like if you're on a street that's named after a president, you're, you're either hood-ish or like in the fringe of the hood. You're in trouble. You yeah. need to be strapped or just be very vigilant. If, if you're below Highway 10 and on a street named after a president, yeah. Yeah. You, you lock your doors and, and, and chamber around. Well, here's the thing, too, man. It's like, so those neighborhoods aren't the greatest, but I'm finding jackals are taking place, like, even out in the nice areas where I DJ. Yeah. Um, for example, oh, nobody's expecting topic. you. No, they're not expecting you. So I have my trailer full of equipment. 
and I have my truck. It's a limited F-150. It's nice, you know, whatever. Dudes roll up. I'm getting gas. Hey, bro. Nice rims. I'm like, oh, thanks. And they're like, and then they, they drive around, right? And then they come back. Hey, so uh, where'd you get those those rims at? And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm about to get to It's not stale. Oh, it's not, yeah, it's Scottsdale. It's after a gig. It's like 2.30 yeah. like in the morning. Scottsdale is like where all the basket, like the, the, the sons live out there. Like it's a really, really rich area. It is. Yeah. Not as much as Paradise Valley. Paradise no, no, Valley not at like all. Yeah. D-ish right now. But it's like, uh, you're getting jacked in nice areas. So it took the gun. And then one time, I was, dude, this is funny. I didn't want to take a gun one time because I was a DJ at a school homecoming. And me and my son out there, and then some wild animals, man. Yeah, you told the story in the Bad Gigs one, man. (laughs) And I'm like, shoot, man. (laughs) (laughs) That that was bad. You guys should listen to uh, the Bad Gigs episode. Yeah, if if y'all haven't listened to that Bad Gigs episode, Noel tells like about three or four solid, like, gut-busted stories in that episode. That was one of them. Yeah. And see, I get flashbacks, bro. It hits me like <laughs> I'm over here staring at the wall like, dang, dude, like remembering very vividly. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, like these, going back to the scam artists, the guys, uh, if they're not asking for a date and they just want to book you. Yeah. And they want an update credit card. And then you're like, yeah. Uh, do you know what everyone should do is personally, you don't, if they want a credit card right away, Get a PayPal account, set yourself up, you know, and send them an invoice. Be like, look, I'm going to send you an invoice and you can pay with your credit card yeah. through PayPal. And that's going to require them to go to the third party, like yeah. Stripe. And register. The third party yeah. And register. And they're going to be like, oh, no, no, no. Um, can it we just send you long. a check? Yeah. yeah. Now they're going to start asking you for personal information. Can we send you a check? What's your address? What's your full name? Uh, uh, if they don't ask that or something happens with that story they'll want your name of your bank and your account number. See, so okay. that's the best way. It's like, if they ask, they're like, sure, what's your email? Let me send you, uh, you know, an invoice. Of course, you got to see if you're even available if you're trying to take it serious, you know? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so much with this, man. Like, and it's a good topic. I'm so glad you guys are bringing it up. You know? Well, no, it's, it's because of you and Brains, honestly, is why this came about. So, you know, thanks for chiming in, dude. Because yeah, I've never had, I've never been subject to any of this stuff. So it's good for me to know. I mean, I'm not nearly on the level as you and brains and, and chill and all them, but uh, it's, it's good information to know, you know? And let me just throw it out there, man. Everybody listening, um, passing the DJ is always there for you, but me too. I want to help everybody. I want to make DJs better and just be more vigilant or just in any way I can help with any questions. Please feel free to hit me up. I'm always here and happy to help you guys. All right, bro. Uh, I'm gonna get off here. I'm gonna send this all this stuff to Dave, and um, yeah, I'm sure a lot of this will be used for bonus content. That's what's up, bro. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Oh, hey, check out my new glasses, man. I, I just got glasses today, dude. Nice, Looking, getting old, got bro. Old. Yeah, bro. It's like it's amazing. Life is wonderful, <laughs> man. It's so weird, man. Now like, that yeah, you stop fighting. Yeah, like everything's not blurry anymore. You know, it's like amazing. But uh, those are some of the keys to look out for. I have to say, on top of the list, if they're asking for you to DJ and they're not asking you what date you're available, mm-hmm. but they want to know if you take credit card, boom, right there. You, That's like almost 95% of the time that's a scam. 
Okay. And then if you go a little deeper and they like want to pay buku bucks and you're like, damn, bro. It's too, <laughs> it's too it good. It is too good to be true. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man, it is. Uh, it happens a lot. I deal with them a lot. So that's why I'm able to tell you guys these things. All right. Before we let you go, can you let our listeners and viewers know where they can find you on social media? Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Thank you. Um, so facebook.com um, uh, forward slash best Phoenix DJ. And then, um, of course, on um, I really post a lot on my Snapchat. And I don't even know what that is personally, bro. <laughs> just hook us up and we'll put in the show notes for you that's how much of a hustler is he doesn't even know his own social media i don't even know man yeah (laughs) and and you're located in phoenix right yeah man phoenix arizona you can see a cardinals fan yeah worst team in the nfl right now but that's loyalty right there man yeah man so yeah if you are looking for a dj to rock your party in phoenix arizona or the greater surrounding areas definitely hit up phoenix's best dj dj noel serato thanks brother for coming on the show much love and we thank you so much for being an ambassador of the show and for all that you do for our, our us as well as all of our listeners so much love yeah, i appreciate brother. yeah i appreciate you guys for having me thank you so much passing dj.com rocks no worries <laughs> all right folks that brings this little snippet to a close if you have any questions for noel or you've experienced some hustles in your life uh drop some of those so drop some of that knowledge in the comment section below. And I am Mo, and this is Noel, and we are out of here. Okay, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Passionate DJ Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to those interesting stories with Noel. And uh, once again, thanks so much for uh, to Mo Dingo for recording that for us on the side there. It, it It's really frustrating to think that, you know, when I go out there and I'm just looking for somebody to help in this industry. I'm assuming that's the person on the other end is an upstanding citizen who is as passionate about what I'm doing as I am. And you forget that there's just shitty people out there that are just trying to take advantage. When I first heard of this situation and, and all of this, and you told me about it, I was thinking, okay, are there people on Craigslist that are acting like DJs and going out, interviewing these people, taking a deposit and not showing up as their DJ? That's what I thought. I didn't think it was from the other end. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's it's shady, man. And you got to, you know. Bullshit, man. There are bad people out there. Sir, well, I hope that uh, we were able to share something with you that you could learn from or at least something that will kind of keep this top of mind so that you're, you know, not like suspicious of every person you meet, but just kind of keep an eye out for those red flags that uh, indicate that maybe something's not right with this situation. So hopefully you'll enjoy that. And uh, we will be back with the entire crew next week for our annual holiday record exchange episode. Uh, a lot of you have been asking where Tripp's been. He's been busy with school and stuff. But doing shit <laughs> we lassoed him and we dragged him into the studio and uh, we had a lot of fun i have an editing mess to deal with with that episode because i don't know what youtube's going to let us publish on that one yeah. Yeah. so whatever it doesn't we'll probably scrape some of that for bonus content and do other things with but uh i do know that it's going to be a really entertaining and exciting episode because we recorded for what two and a half hours or something and we just kept on going and we were like we got to cut this out. We were just having too much fun, and, you know, we had the whole gang back together and stuff. So, And you came over and decorated uh, for Christmas, and we had the garland up and everything. So um, then we're going to have our New Year's episode after that, and then we will be off for the month of January from publishing uh, just the podcast. We'll still have YouTube videos and stuff going live, so make sure you follow us on all of the things. 
2019. Uh, we will see you next week on the Passionate DJ Podcast. Tony, thanks for letting me come over and record, buddy. <laughs> Take care. Keep on spinning. I, I didn't want to do it anymore. I actually fucked up when I when I put my first post here. It said, um, um, mobile dick jockey. <laughs> Someone's like, mobile dick jockey? I'm like, what? That's the back so pages, there, yo. I look it up. Delete, delete, like, oh, delete, delete. Fuck, dude, why would you type that? I guess the C is close to the letter S on the keyboard. <laughs> you know, oh, so- wow. That's a big faux pas. Oh, right man. That was funny, bro. But uh, I, I, since then, I was just like, oh, I don't want to fuck with that. Like, that was embarrassing. And 